Garage episode 218. Doug Fields here with co-host Matt McGill, the Queen, Katie Edwards, and the retired co-host Josh it was Griffin. It's a very good run. Good very, run. very good run. Yeah. Well, you're back. I'm so you're back. back. Yeah. You're back, co-host. Thank you. And I, I didn't that. think Matt did a very good job right there. I'm just going, I'm not the co-host. Ah, what? The co-host? Yeah. You're out. You're out of a job. If you don't want it, it's part of it's a leadership a principle. On this podcast. It's a leader. Yeah, you carry the show. Yeah, you carry it. You're the future yeah. of the church. There's a lot yeah. to do. Self-acclaimed. Posting of the Sorry show. Sorry you got canned. Just yeah. A lot of Gosh, I'm loving that. Every time I read one today, I still oh, giggle. He still got one tweets. yesterday on Twitter. It's the yeah. best. Maybe yes, yes. Cool. Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. You here? I just. I here's what I, I wrote down to the team. I look right into the camera to you. the team. Oh. Good eye contact. Thank good you. Job. <laughs> Thank you. Because without you, we would not be powered by you, special. <laughs> Youth Ministry 360, Leader Treks, Azusa Pacific University, and Remedy Life. But as I told mm-hmm. you guys beforehand, I just started following the Youth Ministry Garage tweet feed, which I should have been following. I'm yeah. just confessing, going public that's, right now. That's rough. But I said to these guys before we started, which we typically don't have much conversation, I said, I'm just amazed at how people are so invested in this and they get mad when the show's not up for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt that that just um, the last month I was was at the Orange Conference and there was a guy sitting in the front row like right up came up right away and said I'm a team member like boom hug the fam conference the people were doing the same thing I just love it I just love it we need to we need here's what my my thought is we need to figure out and we haven't figured it out. Road trip. How do we hang with people that are part of this team? Like we have that fifth we'll empty that chair. Try that Google Hangout. I think there should be shirts that say, like, I'm a team member. I'm like part it. of the team. I like it. So they can wear it while we're... No Somebody stuff. you know had sent... It was uh, Eddie and Tommy, maybe. that They were doing a Google Hangout. You saw it, and you're like, yeah. hey, we should try this. Yeah. Then yes. you found out it involved technology, and you're like, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hanging out, right? okay. We're hanging out together. Speaking of technology, <laughs> speaking of technology, speaking let me show. What? Let me show the. Let me show the team. Oh. I'll give it right Sexual back. Sexual harassment. I promise. Come here. Come here. Come here. I will. I, you no. Touch I'm gonna. You're I'm not. gonna smudge it. I'm gonna smudge oh, it. He's gonna <laughs> Matt sold out. Yep. I didn't sell out. You sold out. You got an Android. You got an iPad Mini. Doesn't quite float by itself. Yeah. Look at the size of that phone. Look at the it's yeah. awesome. It takes two hands oh. <laughs> to hold it. Yes, yeah. And then he what'd you also get? A Verizon like iPad thing? No, I just I got a okay, so here's the deal. I switched over so to the wow. Samsung Galaxy. Mm-hmm. S. Dumb. Four. Dumb. Sam Dumb Galaxy. Oh, no, this is the iPhone killer right here. The iPhone killer. Yeah. Oh, you bet. And tell him, bet. tell Josh what everybody was doing to your house the other oh, night. Oh, yes. Mocking you, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a couple people were, were over and just hanging out, and they all went to our family calendar and wrote their names on different dates for when oh, I'm going to switch awesome. back. So oh. over under to you back to the yeah. iPhone yeah. 5S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I gave him six I months. I mean, here's the deal. If I, you know, if Apple could ever refresh their UI, then perhaps it'd be interesting enough to stick around. That's true. Welcome to This Week in Technology. (laughs) Man, you're fine. No. We can't edit it. It's a lot of that. Don't edit that. Oh, it's it's out. People are actually trying to guess what's been edited. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, here we go. Joe Konecki from Eureka, California. First of all, I want to say or sing, quote, 
How great thou art, Matt. Oh. Okay. Nice. I'm strongly considering attending National Youth Workers Convention in San Diego for the first time in the fall. Any suggestions for a newbie on the conference scene? <laughs> Hey, a free meal on, sorry, I mean with you guys would be the ultimate highlight. Aww. We need to do that. Some, some meal. We should do, do a podcast exclusive, like, you got to know us and figure it out. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. What if there was team member sh- shirts? Love it. You got to wear your shirt. Thanks. <laughs> well, will we do a live podcast there? Yeah, we'll do a live podcast, this but that's not the same as... That's not the same. No, that's not the same. No, but maybe we hit steak. maybe we hit like a pizza place or something the okay. night before. I'm back. That's creative. Highbrow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. very high. I never get pizza as a youth so worker, so uh, that's a great idea. No. Wow, so <laughs> negative and attacky. I know we are a little. <laughs> we're, it's phone right envy. Right that's yeah. what it is. Exactly. It's just, we're so right. jealous. I'm the one Speaking. positive here, keeping Sorry. shit up. And Speaking of the National Youth Workers Convention. Sorry, pal. Yes. Speaking of the National Youth Workers Convention. Speaking of it, we have a special Youth Minister Garage discount code for a hundred dollars off registration wow. which is nuts uh, expires July 1st so probably has already expired by the time Matt and Seth get this up if you go to nywc.com you can use the discount code YMGarage1 and get a hundred bucks off but you gotta use it right away that's so enjoy we do need to get this show up right away because that's a good deal a good deal how many are we in the how many are we in the <laughs> how many are we in the pipeline uh, we're, we're caught up we're caught up so caught this up. should go up and this we're gonna be there you're show. gonna be there I'm gonna be there yeah Katie's well and his question about a newbie you and I are teaching the um, yeah the first two years, oh, yeah. years in youth ministry Give yeah some tips. yeah first two years in youth ministry go to that that'll be fun Josh and I are teaching we'll be that there. it'll be a blast. hopefully special appearance by these three at oh, some point yes. awesome. Katie's a little tough you got to drive her down in a limo <laughs> yeah but yeah, talk about big time I'm uh-huh. kind of <laughs> that conference hey, ago was the was the birthplace of download youth ministry Alright. Ryan Pardue from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oh, so what are we telling this guy? No he wants to hang out? No, he's send us send okay. me an email, we'll figure it out. I'll hang out. Go to the um <laughs> first two years in youth ministry. There you go, good. Deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. No pizza, huh? I was, was no, creative pe- enough for you. Pizza's great. Pizza's great. Remember that time great. we did Sarducci's on the list? What about at the conference? Scampy. Scampy's good. Shrimp? Scampy. Youth ministry budget, except for Matt. It's on um, now. And what I mean uh, by that is that I'll have to pay for Matt. Yeah. Like I did lunch today. That that was a lie. Did I pay for you at lunch today? Oh, lunch number one you paid for. That's right. Oh, <laughs> we had two lunches today. Oh. Yeah, Matt and I had a meeting with somebody. We didn't know whether it was going to be lunch or not. <laughs> so so we decided to eat anyway. And then you don't say that. Oh, we didn't. So yeah. on the phone, though, Doug says, oh, well, I'll just eat light. And I go, great, do you want to split something? Which I've probably split. Yeah. Two meals in my entire life with anybody? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't want to split. I was like, oh, well, what do you mean by eat light then? Yeah. yeah. So do you have a salad and then a I had burger fish and vegetables. Okay. <clears throat> under 200 pounds. I had. And then yeah, yeah. Matt ate some tofu nasty. And then Tofu's we walk good. into the meeting and the guy goes, are you ready for lunch? And like, you said, yeah, yeah. Okay, we are ready for lunch. And so, Which, uh, for me, is truthful. I'm always ready for another lunch. Yeah, Dude, lunch too. I used to be that guy. Oh. Uh, one oh, one tear. little tear running down my oh, cheek. Right? Yeah. My, my slightly skinnier cheek. Yeah. <laughs> well, only three chins now. It's pretty awesome. Hey, do you, did you watch Extreme Makeover? Fat person that guy? No, no. Oh my! I Just already. They moved the bus, and there's a skinny guy there. Is that how it works now? Similar. It's move that this, bus. Was, this oh. is twins, twenty-two oh. year old, twenty-two years old guy and girl combined weight eight hundred pounds. Ooh. Then they work with him for a year. 
Oh, they filmed it a year ago? They they work with them a whole year. Wow. And then they have the reveal. And do they do surgery to like get rid of the extra skin and stuff? Because um, they have to do something. The guy the guy qualified for it. Yeah. The girl didn't oh. until the very finale, and then she did. Cool. So everyone's yeah. cheering for that. Huh? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. I don't know. I've never cheered for skin removal in my life, but I did. <laughs> it was awesome. That's a lot of love. That's a thing. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ryan Pardue, Stillwater, Oklahoma. I was wondering if you had any advice on how to run a leader volunteer sponsor meeting as someone who is much younger than our team. And don't let McGill get away with quoting First Timothy 4.12 either. <laughs> <laughs> well, does he want opinions or does he want... Opinions or truth. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, what do you think? What's your advice? You run volunteer meetings. You're the youngest person at this table. Not Josh. Not Josh. Josh is three months younger than me. He doesn't have platinum hair. You look look a lot younger than Josh. You dress better than Josh. You're nicer than Josh. You're a better leader than Josh. I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't know what Josh. Someone hold me right now. Another another single tear in the same fat trail. I think for when you're younger, you know, A, I think before you do leader meetings, try the best that you can to be building relationships and just mm-hmm. hanging out with people, not necessarily trying to lead them all the time or be authority over them, but just know them as people. And I think when you, hopefully leader meetings feel like every time you're together, it's family or it's reunion because you've got great relationships with each other. So it won't feel like I'm young, you're old, and I'm leading you. I think, too, you know, plan something for them. You know, instead of just like, hey, let's get together and being kind of out of sorts or being disorganized or, you know, throwing a bowl of chips on the table and you know, passing something out that feels kind of last minute thrown together. I think, you know, when it's planned out, you mm-hmm. know, you you have a kind of a set agenda, you're doing, you know, like encouragement, heart piece, you know, um, some training to, you know, making that feel like you value their time. Yeah. And, and that so, you spent time on it. Yeah, too. you spent yeah. time because you value them. You're asking them for a night away from their family. You're asking them to be out another night on top of their youth ministry stuff. So I think if you really show that you value them and their time, then it won't feel, again, I don't think they won't feel, people don't care where appreciation's coming from just as long as they're being appreciated. So. That's good. Well, you don't have to do all the teaching also. You yeah. Can, yeah, use you other can veterans. Use veterans and I think, you know, people are drawn to quality. And so if you're a young person, you're doing something of quality. I was at a church in Seattle last week and um, the executive pastor, this is eight multi-site church, eight locations. Nuts. The executive pastor is 27 years old. One church, many locations. That's 27 years. 27. Totally sharp dude. Totally sharp dude. That would have to be. And I was, I'd follow that guy in a minute. He's totally, yeah. totally sharp. Half yeah. my age and and sharp. So I think, you know, people are drawn to like, are you capable? Can you do sure. it? I like your chips illustration. As silly as it sounds, sometimes you let your youthfulness show in kind of dumb decisions like, you know, hey, circle around. Maybe you have somebody like a in our world of Linda Vino, sure. who's 50 and a mom, and she's got teenagers, mm-hmm. and she could plan that totally. that volunteer meeting way better than you could. You come in, do a slice of vision. Here's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Here's where I need to see. You know, see some of you. All of us step up, whatever. 
bring in an old guy like Matt, do a little training, <laughs> yep. and go. I Win. mean, and if you can utilize parents in that, that's a really cool arena. You know, there's, I mean, there are a lot of times there's a mom who wants to bake or do, you know, be hospitality, even yeah. of, you know, parents that want to open their home for your meeting yeah. and say like, hey, we'll take care of all the food in the home and yeah. you guys come in. So there's options. Well, when I was young, I don't think I thought like a person with kids. So it's just my wife and I starting out a youth mm-hmm. ministry. And so I think a big win would be for you to think about those kids, for example. So if you provided childcare, maybe in a different room in the same house where you're meeting or whatever, and have one of the youth group girls or a group of them or whatever babysit, that'd be awesome. A way to think ahead. And then we always just always did it around food. So we called it stakeout really early in ministry, and it was just, we're going to grill out rain, shine, snow. We were going to be grilling out something. And it was just a great time. Everyone, it was like a picnic, barbecue atmosphere, a lot more casual, a lot of fun. We, we did get to the good stuff, but we always had childcare, and we always had dessert. Food. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matt won't say it, but I will. First Timothy four twelve. Let no one despise your youth. I mean, the reality Amen. is, if you're if you're put in charge, lead. Yeah. If God's called you to lead. Lead. Amen. Doesn't matter well, how old you are. And don't give them an excuse to despise your youth. I think that Ooh, humility, humility and gentleness goes a far way in a situation like this. You don't have to come in and be the John Wayne, I'm coming in, I'm in control, blah, blah, blah. The John Wayne? The John... (laughs) I have that big, that... uh, uh, How about The Rock from Fast and Furious or something like that? Contextualize. Just a little bit more contextualized. I don't need to. John Wayne is timeless. Are you kidding me? No, I don't know. Maybe not. (laughs) Um, But you don't have to come in and and don't feel... Is not to not to feel the pressure that like man I need everyone in this room to see me to, as the right, leader. If that's your yeah. if that's your attitude, you know I mean maybe you could shift it a little bit more towards humility, you know, and be yeah you are the one that is responsible for the ministry. You are young. You do have the position of being a leader, but you don't have to um, you don't have to take it. That's so, good. In my context now, I'm everybody I'm working with in my church is older than me. You know, and so, you know, I mean, that's just that's just part of what, and they've been there for 35 years, so they're not just older, but they've been at the church for a really long time. Okay. Hey, we're gonna have uh, leader treks send them send Ryan here something. I don't know what leader treks is gonna send. Cool. We're gonna let leader treks decide Love it. what they want to send. Leader treks is one of got our off sponsors. The phone with leader treks. No, you didn't. You just got a phone with. <coughs> Ministry 360. Oh, you're right. Leader Tracks. You ought to edit that. <laughs> Leader Tracks, 15% off. Being an idiot is fine. I'm okay with the world knowing Leader that. Tracks wants to give 15% off to anybody who's connected with our podcast. It's an exclusive deal, and all you need to do to get 15% off is YM Garage in the coupon area code. 15% off. A Leader Tracks resource we just got in this week for our seniors is called Moving On. We've talked about it on the show a bunch, but we just got a whole a bunch of those for our seniors. I'm excited about it. That's oh, good. That's cool. Love the leader awesome. tracks. CJ Burroughs from Alachula. Alachua. Another yeah. California? No, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Just recently started listening. Enjoy the insights and advice. My question is this. I've got a group of volunteers who are really more like chaperones than leaders. Mm. My personality is one that takes it on myself to get things done a lot of times rather than relying on others which is very tiring. I can tell he's kind of a recent listener. CJ could be a, 
and I have a female friend named CJ, so oh. it could be CJ, um, because he spelled a lot as one word. And so long, you know, long time that, listeners, that we've kind of beaten that. Crazy. Oh, it does drive me crazy. crazy. Of all the things in the universe, in the there grand, are, it's really the only in thing. the grand scheme of the universe. <laughs> the only, other than that, I'm filled with joy 100. <laughs> It's right. really the Except opposite. when I'm around you. <laughs> um, uh, so my personality is that I take it on myself to get things done a lot two words of times rather than relying on others, which is very tiring. What are some things I can begin transitioning them out of of a chaperone mindset and into an owner of the ministry? Good question. That's great. I'll start. Great. I would say immediately schedule some time off and break yourself of the bad habit. So if you have any vacation time, plan a vacation and leave for a while because that will break you of control. You have to give it away. You are going to be gone. So it's kind of like a cold turkey, tough love, break with it for a little while and see what happens. Oh, dude, look at this. I'm so tough. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing that out there. I like that one. Because it's tough to let go. So if you're like easing into it, ah, good luck. Yeah. Go away for two weeks. Throw your phone in the luggage somewhere and don't look at it and see what happens. That'll be good. Yeah. Or if yeah. you have Matt's phone, it could serve as luggage. Exactly. So, that's right. That's right. We call that a planned absence at times. Yeah. You plan your absence so other people have to step up. And summer's a great time to do that. Go for it. Well, the other thing is, the, part of the reasons they may be chaperones is because your leadership style is always about delegating. So when you always are delegating to your volunteers, they just become dependent on your mm-hmm. delegation mm-hmm. and therefore don't have any incentive to step up and own things because they're just waiting for that that list to be delegated to so um, maybe you know hold up the mirror and see what kind of leader you are and if you show up to every leader meeting and you're always delegating you're probably making them codependent on your leadership so the opposite side of that coin is to find out I mean even though your chaperones aren't leaders and maybe they resemble you know they're just on autopilot zombies that just walk in the door they do their thing and leave is that there is still something that each one of those peoples is passionate about there is something that they like and love and are good at and excited about um, or or maybe they're not good at it yet but they just need an opportunity to develop that and so I would yeah. say you know get to know a couple of them in a way that you find out what they're passionate about. I mean, I'm sure you know them, and, and I don't know the context and all that stuff. But then instead of delegating things um, to people that you don't know if they're even really excited about that, find out what somebody's excited about and see if you can give them that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, I think people chaperone when they don't know what your expectations are of them or they don't know their role. I don't no. think most people want to be a chaperone. I think they want to be. They want their time to be valuable and want to have influence but I I think see the last question and maybe you know gathering them together Mm -hmm. casting vision casting the vision for the role what you what you want them to be the youth pastors that you want them to become versus any kind of task driven thing that you think you're giving out right now give give away decisions you know and and a choice and if you're going to really give away a decision you have to also give up the consequences of not saving it. And obviously there's some limits to that, but a choice isn't real unless there's a consequence that follows. So give them real choices and say, hey, what would you like to do? Or what, how do you think we should handle this? Or, And go with it. Now there is limits, totally. But that's a great place yeah. to start. Yeah. And a lot of times, and I think a lot of times when people are younger, they feel like, oh, I have to be the one to make all the decisions. That means I'm a good leader if I'm the one who's deciding. And I think give away as many decisions as you can. Yeah, I like that. 
Well, and you have to be okay with things. I mean, you taught us this of, you know, the good enough principle of, of being, you know, maybe it's not going to be exactly yeah. how you envisioned it or, yeah. you know, to your standard in some area, but is it is it good enough? Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time yeah. our students don't care or notice when things aren't up to our standard. You know, I mean, yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, so maybe it, you know, sacrifice you might think standard. you're losing by, deli- you know, by handing things over to volunteers, but most of the time, I think your ministry will win. You'll win as a leader if, if they're excited and owning stuff. So, yep. but it might look different than you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. 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 Hmm. Um, Zachary Wolf from South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that Milwaukee kind of your stomping ground? Yeah. yeah. Forty-five minutes from where I went to college, an hour and change from where my wife grew up, and yeah, mm. it's old Milwaukee. Old Zachary Milwaukee. Wolf, old town. So there's a South Milwaukee and an old Milwaukee. Yep. Comedy sport, great comedy sports in uh, Old Milwaukee. Really? Yeah. Right. What is that? So it's a fun thing. Comedy it's sports. Like improv. I know. I'm just oh, oh, I was gonna say. I think it's a home school. That was thing. comedy sports right there. Oh, that was improv. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not as funny when you have to explain nothing it. Nothing I do is. Yeah. Nothing I do is uh, that's improv. Comedy. <laughs> All right, Zachary says, Matt, sorry you spoke too much truth and got the boot. <laughs> Hey gang, as I write this, I'm a week and a half away from leaving my current youth ministry director position in Milwaukee and moving to Monticello, Indiana. Seth? Seth? Whoa! You kind of know? And some uh, comedy sports stuff. (laughs) See what he did there? (laughs) (laughs) It has been rough saying goodbye to all my students. Anyway, my question is this. The church I'm going to is getting ready to build a new youth building. And no, that didn't have didn't come into play in my decision and I was wondering yeah, what helpful tips you have about building a new youth building what pitfalls should I watch out for okay watch All right. watch All right. okay. Got it. then we have an email from Brad Chandler from Burlington North Carolina Brad also he says he's part of a network of 10 or 12 youth pastors in Burlington North Carolina again if you're part of a network let us know let us know we haven't done anything with it yet but when we do we're going after the network but when we do we're going to ask again Um, hey uh, we are breaking ground on a new youth building including a gym facility new student space it's been a dream of our church for a very long time and it's finally happening my question is if you could design a student ministry space from the ground up what would you include how would it function I know that context and ministry philosophy have a lot one word uh, to do with this but I'm curious about some of the thinking that went into the refinery and other spaces that you've ministered in so we're hoping our place will not just be a ministry space, but a community venue that our small town can call its own. Here's my suggestion. Remember friends. all those meetings? We did two years worth of meetings. Uh, um, here's my suggestion. Let's do quick answers on this because I think a building, a community center, is a small yeah, section of our, of our people. But because he's part of a network and there's two... Well, there's other people that could take the stuff that we talk about into a youth room. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's transferable. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, here's here's the deal. Yep, 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 yep. We've all been part of building a building, the four of us here, that we all have 
enjoyed and ministered to. You're going to second guess yourself all along the way. You're going to have to try to convince people um, of your philosophy that are dollars and cents people, that are brick and mortar piece people, that are going to go, why would you do that? You have to, if you have a value, um, like the refinery that we've all been part of, you know, our init- in- initial phrase was Starbucks on steroids. Mm-hmm. We wanted to have that feel. And so all of a sudden, when the price of steel went up and our our budget went down, um, those two went hand in hand. When steel prices went up, our footprint began to shrink. We didn't want the hangout area to shrink. And a lot of people struggled with that because they wanted the program space to, you know, we, we were allowing that to shrink. And I think we made the right decision. But whatever you feel strongly about, my little two cents is you have to fight for that because nobody's going to feel as strong about it as you do. And so if you have the vision and the heart behind that space, hang on to it, fight for it, because once it's built, it's built. So yeah. anyway, that's my piece. The um, At Mariners, they have a really great building that you know I inherited for just a brief time before I got fired. Um but they have a great looking building and we've and we've talked about this before on the show but the the design is not warm and comfortable at all i mean and and the building wasn't built really by the youth pastor there i mean he had like a small voice in what was going on which is ironic because that whole property is warm and engaging yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when you Chapel, walk around, the it water, looks... the—I mean, it's one of the best-looking properties I've ever been around. Right. But in terms, if I was comparing the refinery that we were all part of building right. that one, you yeah, know, I mean, it's I'm built biased. like an Apple store, and the Apple store is very cold and sterile, and, and at least I think so. And the whole idea of the Apple, switch, especially the, the, switch, the Samsung the store, on the other hand, but the whole but the whole point of the <laughs> Apple store is that it looks it looks good, but it's supposed to just serve up the awesome Apple products, which is great. I mean, that's that's what it's supposed to do. But when you go to a youth center, it's not. You know the flow for where people go, and that's always—it's very difficult, I think, to predict people flow. You know, every building is different, and and it seems like when you build one, and you think, oh, this is the way it'll work, but you, it's there, and people don't move the way you think they're going to move. So that is always difficult. So what's uh, your principle? So mine was fight for what you believe in. Yeah, it should be comfortable. Okay. I mean, even you know that that should be a value. I mean, I Great. think I think that should be a value. My one thing would just be, I think, because our our building's hitting our five-year anniversary this year, and if it's at all possible to, like, maybe not, um, I mean, I know with money it's really hard, but if it would be possible to, like, have money that you set aside for the next five years per year, you know, to, to maybe you don't buy every single thing that you want to start, because... At when people get in there and people are messy and you kind of figure out how we actually use it because the first year you're just figuring out how do we use it how do yeah. what are our students like what are they not like what are they going to come to what are they not going to come to there's things now that we wish we could do but we can't afford it or we you know like I wish that over the over the yeah. years as we've changed or evolved or kind of grown into the building that we would want to do differently right. now yeah, or something totally. you know not not like the structure necessarily I mean I think obviously structure conversations up front but just like I don't know maybe just how we utilize the space we've added things over the years yeah. that we've taken out of our operating budgets because we're like oh we really wish right. we had this well, upgrade the technology because the technology that yeah. you put in is state of the art but in a few years it sure. all needs to be replaced it's all very expensive so that's yeah. some of it too I don't know 
Um, I would say super clear signage. Super clear. So if you need to walk in and know where the bathrooms are instantly. Yeah. You know, I think signage that, isn't clear at our church. It's such a minor thing that but it feels like a given. We miss all the time. On all that. the time. <laughs> Even at restaurants, I walk into a restaurant and I'm like, oh, where's the restroom? And I, you can tell the server has answered that 14 million times. And I think if you're gearing, especially if you're gearing youth ministry evangelistically, first time guest oriented, mm-hmm. make sure that everything is really clear. Where do I go? What's next? How does this work? Where are the bathrooms? Like, obvious, obvious, obvious. Mm. Um, bigger picture in the building conversation is the conversation that um, no matter how great your building is, if you don't have a relational philosophy or theology of ministry, it's going to break down. Yeah, for sure. So years and years ago, um, we were given a little bit of money to, to basically take two trailers. It was actually when Matt was in high school. We built out some trailers into kind of a youth facility and I remember working really hard on this thing we had restaurant booths in there and you know it was it was a portable building it's now torn down but then then we took a trip um, of high school kids to Haiti and like after week three in our youth building kids were leaving to go to Del Taco because it had better food than like the pretzels and the hot dogs that we had at this youth facility. And I remember kind of being disappointed, like we put all this energy and effort into doing this and, you know, it was cool for a couple weeks and then kids want to go back to, you know, what they were used to anyway. And then we went to Haiti and I remember watching these, these Haitian kids, they had a tire tube and a stick. And they were playing this game. It actually wasn't a tire tube. Like a it was a tire. Yeah. Yeah. And a stick. And they were playing kind of this soccer game with this. And the joy on their face and the laughter and the fun that they were having with with stuff that they had found in the trash was just yeah. really interesting to me. So, you know, do you need a, you know, we had a strong youth ministry before we ever had a building. You know, we had a strong church before we ever had a building. That the facility doesn't make it. Sure, makes your life easier when you don't have to load in. Facility doesn't grow. It doesn't grow ministry. Leadership relationships. Yeah. For those of yous on the on the team, English doesn't have a plural you. Yous. Yeah, yous. One thing that we didn't talk about, but I think we'd all agree, is the uh, youth room might be your space. But don't leave it junky, you know, right. leave it clean. Mm-hmm. The professionalism Take aspect there, take care of what you got, um, even if it is a trailer that's a portable and temporary, because people will see that room when you're not there and they will judge you. Yeah, it's a reflection you know, of your it's ministry. It's a reflection of your ministry and your leadership. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just even going back to the refinery, that people sacrifice to build this whole thing, yeah. and then behind stage, that hallway, just everybody would throw their crap in there and it used to right. make me so angry right. like you know oh, yeah. we busted our butts to build this thing just because it's not out in public where people can see it yeah. you know let's clean up yeah. after ourselves so what makes you more angry that cluttery hallway or the a lot being one word now <laughs> just when you have a to lot. compare your whole life and you put it together hmm toss up that's a toss up yeah and being your friend words of hyphenating <laughs> <laughs> T.J. Anderson from Greer, South Carolina. For the uh, last few years, we might should be sad at that, right? No, it does. <laughs> I've been through college. I've struggled greatly with consistency in my faith. Mm. I seem to almost always be on either a spiritual high or largely ignoring my faith. 
First of all, TJ, thank you for your honesty. I spend that daily time with Jesus for a certain period of time consistently, but somewhere during that streak, I lose sight and slip up. There's usually a downward spiral that lasts for a little while. I have sought the help of a mentor, accountability partner, but never really was able to find one who cared enough. I've tried to develop a routine, quiet time every day at the same time. I just can't seem to get over this hump in my spiritual walk, and I'm not sure how to do so. I'd be very interested to see what some more seasoned veterans may have to suggest on this matter. Thanks for all that you guys and girls do. Keep it up. That's awesome. So, question of spiritual consistency. Well, I mean, first of all, I just, I love, I mean, we already said thank you for the honesty. Yeah. I mean, I just love it when when people can be truthful about stuff like this, because it's much easier to be fake. Well, in, in leadership, to be truthful, even more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think... Um, I mean, there's there's a couple things here. I mean, we could we could come up with some tips, you know, try this and try that, and I think that they would be worth it, you know, um, and they'd be worth trying and to see how that goes. Um, I think part of it that is just true for everybody is ups and downs is a truth. Everybody has ups and downs in their walk, and and really learning how to make it through that desert time is a full-on measure of maturity. I mean, there's just periods where you don't feel, and I mean that in a great way, you know, not even to make fun of, of that, but there are times when God does not feel close. You don't hear the direction like you used to. You don't have the confidence that you did, and that's okay. I mean, that is okay to go through seasons like that. So I think that happens to everybody, and that's that's fine. But I think specifically to you, not you, Griff, but mm-hmm. you, you know, um, is that this could be a part of who you are and how you're wired. I mean, some not everybody has, uh, you know, personalities, temperaments, whatever you want to call it, that is just this even keel and stays the same, and, and life is always, you know, I mean, maybe like... Mountains, you know, I mean that type of personality. <laughs> you know, I mean there are there, but but the reality is some people are more are more even than other people, and that's okay. That's part of how God created you, and there's going to be great things that happen. So what I'm, I think there's lots of things that we could say. I know there's going to be lots of good things that that come through, but to me that come through this podcast and this discussion. But part of it might just be a realization that it's okay because everybody goes up and up and down. And for you personally, this just might be. This just might be something for you. Yeah, I sometimes I wonder, you know, I mean, part of the genesis of my little book, Refuel, is written to guys like yeah. TJ. The guilt of... Yeah, that everybody, you know, we're always comparing ourselves to what we think everybody else feels like in their spiritual journey. And so, you know, you're just getting out, um, you know, I've been through college, I, I'm guessing he's early 20s, but... You know, you're always comparing yourself to what your who your professor is or what they say they do, and um, you know we we learn these systems. You know, our friend Tim Timmons has this great line. Um, his music, by the way, is outstanding, and his new album is releasing June 14th. June 14th. Um, I, I hope you paid for that. <laughs> the best but you know he does this thing when he's he, he talks about being a varsity christian yeah. like i know how to play the christian game and it's really a you know there's a word picture there that maybe because i'm a sports 
you know, fan and my kids have all played varsity sports where I'm going, you know, you get to a place where you're varsity and you have, you've gone through the motions, you've jumped through the hoops, you, you've learned how to wear your uniform and play with the big boys or the big girls, but sometimes you, you, you can arrive there passionless. And, um, you know, I just think we, we tend to, um, you know, a guy like TJ probably thinks he's still on the JV team or the Frost Soft right. team, when right. in reality, um, he's probably a lot more varsity than, you know, than, than he thinks. I mean, I, I don't I just, I have a lot of, I have a lot of hurdles with what we communicate to people about what your relationship with Jesus is supposed to look like. I think we, we tend to create pharisaical boxes for people. Um, that really aren't all that different than the religious leaders of the time of Jesus when you see Jesus hung out with the disenfranchised, the the lonely, the hurting, you know, and who who he condemned were were the religious. So sometimes I think in our so or what are you saying? I, it's really not that bad. I that's kind of what I'm saying. And, I'm don't saying try and don't do be so careful. You're not comparing lists. yourself to other people who right. are who are communicating Pharisaical things that they might have a quiet time every day, but their heart is distant from Jesus. Yeah, well, and for example, you say, hey, every day at the same time, I have a quiet time. You know what? That's great for lots of people, and lots of people need consistency. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you need to have a quiet time every day at the same time for the same amount of time. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think you would either. But you know what? Maybe there's another system, and I like the word system, that works for you. We could say organic system, if we like, to make it a little bit softer. Organic system can't go. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sure, your whole body goes together. So, you know, I mean, you need to find something different. Find something different. Yeah. Experiment. But, but a lot of times, what I just said, a lot, a lot of leaders don't like hearing that. You know, I, I'm, you yeah. all know that I, a year ago, was asked not to come back to a church where I was speaking two weeks in a row because week one was me talking about refuel that basically saying, why are you having a quiet time? You're only having a quiet time because somebody told you you need to have a quiet time or you need to read through the Bible in a year and everybody feels like a failure. And basically what I was doing is giving people some grace. Yeah, you're saying I haven't read my Bible in a year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going on a Bible fast. I was giving people grace to all the... Because I've talked to people every day for years and they all feel guilty because what they've heard us say. And my point was, I say, you know where you're hearing that from? People like me, pastors, preachers, well-intended people. Um, And this person, this pastor, didn't like it that I gave his people permission to maybe think a little different about how they approach Jesus. So, anyway. So um, maybe you're not spiritually dry. You're spiritually guilty. You feel guilty yeah. of this perceived spirituality. Based and on maybe, comparison. Right. Maybe you're Based talking to Jesus. You you're walking with Jesus. You're praying to Jesus. You're caring for people. Maybe you're spiritually full, but yeah. you really don't you're feel You're not fitting like you into are. that box that you yeah. are comparing yourself to. Yeah. 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 I like it. I do like the idea of, of connecting with Jesus and someone else, though. I do like that. Like, I know that when... And I spend time with someone who cares for me, loves me, around God's word. It is awesome. It is refreshing. And usually there's some insights that they can share and encourage me with and vice versa. Like, it can be a very challenging time to study and right. do a quiet time or whatever with someone who you're doing life with. Yeah. So well, and I do think there's some value there, too. There's huge value there. I mean, but of course... Anything, anytime you give somebody some advice on how to grow spiritually, 
it's possible to twist that and turn totally. that into something that's fake and fair safe. Some checklist measure but, of spirituality. But one one of the things that you said in there that if if we were having a conversation, TJ, and obviously I don't know you, and so you know I'm not going to say bad, too bad. But one red flag that I saw in there is when you said I can't find somebody who um, cares enough who cares enough yeah. about me, and that's that is an interesting that is an interesting phrase um, because you. You could, I mean, maybe you just have horrible people in your life. Everywhere you turn, you have horrible people. That could be true. Obviously, I'm a little sarcastic, and I don't think that's true. <laughs> me, I have, I'm surrounded by horrible people, is what you say. <laughs> so that's not true. Not <laughs> um, but the other thing is, too, your expectations might be too high. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, what does it mean for somebody to, to care enough for you? Um, you know, that might be... Uh, you might be putting too much hope in that other person. You know, another right, word for right. that is too needy. You know, that you're expecting them to, to to change everything for you. And again, these are I mean it's a pretty harsh thing to say, but this is a podcast and it's not a personal conversation and all that stuff. So take that for what it's worth. There you go. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, Youth Ministry three sixty, we'll send them what, Matt? Well, let me let me let me promote Youth Ministry 360. Since you just got with Les, but they That's do. So funny. For your credit, they do a lot of stuff with leader tracks. Yeah. No, yeah. they do. Just and I think when I said that, I was like, "You said leader." I ah, I messed up. I made a mistake. Wow. Um, I didn't hear that very well. Wow. Every episode. Katie. That's a good one. Katie, you're never mean to me. Now you are to me. was like a pleasant surprise. Oh, sugar, Michelle. <laughs> you know what, Matt? Let me just share a little leadership lesson. Humility always wins. <laughs> and gentleness. Don't forget. My two. Well, it's my two strengths, right? Okay. We'd like to promote the Elements curriculum. It's a brand new Bible study curriculum from YM360. Uh, Elements is designed to help students understand their faith through three, through powerful three lesson studies. So, the whole study goes up to two years. This is really complex. Oh, we're going to make it simple. We have a chart. But here's the important part of this is that there are different components that you could choose. So you could do... Um, different elements, three, as it were. Yes, different elements, as it were. Something on grace or salvation, God's love, and many more. Wow. TJ, we're going to send you something from... Oh, i got to say one more thing. There's a free one. You can get you can a free try one. using the holiness study free and learn more at youthministry360.com backslash elements. So everybody can try that. Youthministry360.com backslash elements. Try using the holiness study. Um, but we're going to send you from 360, TJ. We're going to send you something. something. Some, we some, don't know what it is. Some piece of the I elements our friends oh. at Youth Ministry 360 will do. Um, and they're sharp guys. <laughs> They're great. They're great people. Wait, I have one more. Wait, wait, Check wait. out Messy Ministry. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's no. all you got to say? Seth, <laughs> Seth was on it. I was on it. It's just like a conversation between youth workers on Remedy Live with Remedy Live. And it's cool. called MessyMinistry.com. It's kind of cool. That's great. Yeah, and it's, it's, their, it's their podcast. Yeah, right? it's like a podcast. Well, kind of. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a WebEx. I don't know if it's a word winning or anything like that, but <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's All right, great. let's end with this question. Byron Spear from Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm currently working 15 hours a that's week a at a church of just over 200. While I love my job, I'm constantly finding myself frustrated by not having the time to do all the things I'd like to do. Mm. So my question is this. If you were to find yourself in a 15-hour work week ministry role, what would you make sure you do and what areas would you cut back on? I'd cut back on prep. Yeah. And just go directly to downloadyouthministry.com <laughs> and get just Katie's stuff. Download Katie's new resource I came know. out this week. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, well, that's for sure. And don't you think you would be invested in leaders? 15 hours a week? you got to go exponential with your thinking. Yeah. you got to... Is that a dog? That's a dog. Uh, We're in the garage. We're just in the garage. Just in yeah, the garage. find a couple of partners, maybe a guy and Partner, girl to yes. help kind of, you know, if, if you're going to do relational ministry or whatever, they're just helping you out. And mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, you pour into a two people they pour into five students all of a sudden exponential thinking oh, photo op did you know that my phone can use both the front and the back uh, you know what the oh, podcast man. has come full circle we are now Seth you were in that yeah Seth executive producer I agree producer. with you don't reinvent the wheel there's so much great youth ministry there stuff is. out there there is more than so ever use utilize, it utilize I mean there's just so many great resources and if you have a great resource send it to us we'll put it on download youth there you ministry. go love God share. love students share pour in your volunteers that's what we do alright there's enough hours in the day 15 hours is not a lot of hours. No, it's not. But, sure, that's a, but the reality the reality is, is God's not going to call you to do more than you have time to do. And so don't feel guilty that you can't do everything. Because even if you had Are you sure 50 hours a week, if you have, even if you have full time, there's still going to be things that you want to yeah. do that you can't get to. Yeah, and we were talking, sure. Katie's dad is doing youth ministry, and mm-hmm. he keeps saying, well, I'm not doing it like you, I'm not doing it like you. And you know, Katie was going, Dad, you're probably doing better youth ministry than I am. Because really? sometimes when you're full time, you're putting all yes. your time into meetings or you know administrative type stuff. and keeping the going to high football going. games he's you know does Sunday mornings with his he has 15 teenagers in his group that sounds awesome. so great he's hang, had they're over for dinner I mean he's doing it as ministry. a part of his life and, yeah. and kids yeah. are being influenced and yeah if you have 15 hours invested in people invest in leaders so yeah. it becomes reproducible don't worry about doing the big events and that kind of stuff lose that do with leaders what you want them to do with their students absolutely yeah. so. Fun. that's good cool good one alright good show that's love good. you guys only a great couple show. edits today let's awesome. try to <laughs> No, no edits. Just one edit. No oh, edits. Yeah, you can't totally. edit that. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to edit the ending if yeah. I don't hurry up no and land this screen. plane. No, don't. I'm going to put a big <laughs> just while you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> You can edit like three of those then. All right. See you next week. No, it's a bad.